WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. And the question, are Delaware schools failing many of their students, uh, those from lower-income backgrounds, those still learning English? And uh, it was bound to play out in a courtroom, and it did so today, hearing from both sides in that fairly complicated uh, conflict. Mark Fowser covered, and he's live here at the news desk. Mark, what were some of the main arguments and any response? Yeah, and here we are just days into a new school year, and uh, we're going back to months ago when this complaint was first filed, uh, alleged disparities uh, in school funding are indeed reflected in test results, uh, poor test results in many cases in schools uh, where uh, the communities, uh, the neighborhoods are poor, and those who are also uh, earning ling- English as a second language, and uh, even disability students, dis- students with disabilities also are impacted by this, according to the plaintiffs, uh, who are uh, the NAACP, the ACLU, and a group known as Delawareans for Educational Opportunities. So today in Chancery Court, before a Vice Chancellor, attorneys for the state and uh, the county, we'll get to that part of it as well, uh, sparred for a while with attorneys for these plaintiffs uh, before uh, a Vice Chancellor uh, Travis Laster. This lasted just about uh, two hours or so today. Uh, the plaintiffs uh, sticking with their point that the state has had a long time to address these disparities, has not done so. Attorneys uh, for the state, including the state officials uh, named in this, uh, Governor John Carney, the Education Secretary Susan Bunting, and also named in this, uh, Alan, the State Treasurer Ken Simpler. They're named in the complaint as well. Uh, uh, the attorneys uh, for them uh, stress uh, the state is all for offering a great education to all, but uh, there are differences they have, obviously, with the plaintiffs in how to get to that point. Now, as for the county involvement, sued uh, in this case were the county finance officials because they are the ones who carry out uh, the tax collection process. And would it be incumbent upon them to reassess the property value? Well, no, they, they don't have that vote. The county uh, councils or, in Kent County's case, the levy court has that vote. So it's very complicated. Don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but it is something that really bears watching. A packed courtroom today. Um, spectators, extra chairs had to be brought into this uh, chancery courtroom, and at the, at the end of it, the vice chancellor, he has 90 days to issue an opinion. He says, given the complexity of all this, he'll likely uh, need most of that three months. Did uh, changes in desegregation patterns and or charter schools come up? Not specifically. What came up more was uh, going way back now to the, what's, what is actually in Delaware's constitution that requires mandating uh, education and other than a free education available to all that is not um, there's not a whole lot specified there yes we've had decades of history of charter schools desegregation controversies and such like that but this is more um, along the lines of money and resources and they are going these plaintiffs say to the districts that you know are getting by just fine at the expense of districts uh, that have their had their challenges did it come up uh, that uh, some attempts to uh, equalize things uh, read, uh, uh, consider funding have pretty much fallen on deaf ears. Yeah, and what we go back to here is, uh, well, these plaintiffs say that there have been several task force reports, at least three of them uh, in intervening years, which have said uh, spelled out some of these very issues that uh, poor performing schools tend to be uh, from, you know, serving in students from lower income families and lower income communities. And the problem's been uh, looked at, identified, but nothing's been done. And what these plaintiffs say, again, this is the ACLU, the NAACP, and the group called uh, Delawareans for Educational Opportunity. They are saying, well, the state needs uh, some direction here from
from the courts because uh, it hasn't shown the inclination to do anything about it. And the, this, this leaves a very weighty uh, decision you might expect on one uh, vice chancellor here who was going to be, be deciding uh, whether and how far a total of three counts in this case go. Did the arguments all seem to be uh, what I would call pro forma, tedious legalese, or were there some breakout electrifying moments, if I dare use that yeah, descriptive? Yeah, any, uh, anything of that sort likely would, be, would come later on. Uh, wh- whatever venue this happens to show up in, be it if uh, it, it, it gets kicked to the General Assembly. Bear in mind, we have uh, you know, you know, several new positions opening up uh, in the election this year, so we'll have a, a, a lot of new faces in the General Assembly, and maybe a, a few of them will be uh, kind of um, buttonhole, if you will, to sponsor something. How a bill would look to deal with this is, is still unknown. How any court directive is still unknown. But today was an airing of uh, pretty much uh, what we have heard uh, for some time, but also you know, some new light here is like, okay, what is going to be uh, the venue in, in which this is heard? And what would be the cure according to those uh, making the allegations in the lawsuit? Well, they, they left it out of the complaint, but the attorneys for the defendants inferred in the complaint that they seek a reassessment of the property values across uh, all three counties to the point where uh, they, they sued these uh, chief financial officers in Kent, Sussex, and Newcastle, saying you can't collect taxes under this form. Well, if you can't collect taxes, your public safety is going to, you know, everything else besides education is going gonna, is gonna to go down the drain. So, so in a way, holding tax collection hostage until the whole thing is uh, reformatted. Yeah, whether it gets to that point or not, I don't know. There, there have been motions to dismiss um, and, you know, everything's still active here because there was no decision today, uh, as expected, no decision. But uh, it will be interesting, really, to see where this goes. Fascinating. Um, yeah. And as you said, attorneys for county and state arguing that the court is not the proper forum for an issue of this complexity. So, mm. well, the court's going to have to decide whether the court is the proper forum or not, I guess. Yeah. Who All right. is? Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Alan. Mark Fouser covering that story, and uh, I must say, uh, kind of difficult to do on the radio. You just kind of want to lay it out, uh, all the layers of argument. But we'll be following that closely, obviously, here in WDEL. So many uh, profound implications for the future of our young people.